The book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verses 9. He who is merciful will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. In Scripture, there are two definitions of poverty, and in order to be blessed by God, it is necessary to do good to one category of the poor as well as the other. We are talking about the poor that are found among us, our neighbors, our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. And, however, it is necessary to know that between these categories there exists a big difference that is comprised of the fact that one category stands higher than the other, and therefore, in order for our charity to be pleasing to God and flow in the boundaries of the decrees of God, it is necessary to, firstly, to do good to the category that stands higher, and only then, if the opportunity remains, to do good to the other. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith, Galatians 6.10. So first and foremost, we are called to do good to our own by faith. And if something remains out of this to those that are on the outside, please. But first, we must do good to our own. As I know, not in one congregation there does not exist to satisfy their own poor. This doesn't exist so that they can fulfill the needs of their own people. Because the church is not taught how to do good how to do charity. They think that this is the church that must do charity. This means that the pastor must take from the church bank and to do good, and not they must do this from their own pockets. But this means that they must do good from their own pockets. And to not blame the pastor that he does, does he not see that it's necessary to do this and that? If you see, and whatever opportunities you have do good and if god finds it necessary he will give to pastor and pastor will see what he needs to see one of the priority cat priority categories of the poor to whom we are called to do good is the house of god or church of jesus christ first in the face of the specific delegated authority of god in the church members of which we are the church of that delegated authority of God, members of which we are, because she is called poor. If she is not poor, God is not going to dwell with her. We are talking about poverty of the Spirit. Second, in the face of specific saints that belong to the local church, members of which we are. Third, in the face of all saints, regardless of a belonging to a certain denomination. And fourth, in the face of the poor and disadvantaged of this world, if something remains for them. We should note that tithes can only belong to the local church under the condition that you nourish from the spiritual food that is preached in this church. And then from the rest of our means, we are free by virtue of our wealth and abundance to do good to those to whom our heart is inclined to do good to. And so, before we begin our worship in the sphere of tithes and offerings, we will remember that to convert the principles of the kingdom of heaven into material goods is to commit sacrilege, which God considers vile idolatry. So, if we, upon honoring God with tithes and offerings, 
we seek the fulfillment of our material lack, this is sacrilege, this is a vile sacrilege. Because we must seek God in this time. God has taken upon Himself this responsibility to do good to us. And our responsibility is to seek God in our tithes and offerings, to acknowledge His authority over us, to express our love to Him. This testifies that we are hallowed unto God, therefore we honor Him with our hallow. Scripture invites us to do the opposite, to use the principles of the Kingdom of Heaven in order to convert material goods into treasures that do not decay. Very interesting, it will be very interesting when we will be found on the new heaven and the new earth, that there will also be millionaires, billionaires, people with a middle class and those that are poor, but they won't need to be uh, done good to their poverty. Their poverty will be in the fact that they will never be able to see the face of their Heavenly Father. And that church or that bride and that category of saints will represent God, those that are millionaires, those that redirected their state into, into riches and treasures that do not decay. They converted them. As we say that if you move to a new country and we are given the opportunity to convert our currency that was in our other country into the currency of a new country, then we do this. The same thing here. We are called to convert that currency that is here into a different currency. How God does this is very interesting. I'll remind you that the widow from Sarepta of Sidon, she had thrown an amount that was her daily feeding. She needed to hunger all day in order to honor God. But she had such a desire to honor God and given that she didn't have much to honor Him with. She didn't have an abundance of money and she brought her daily, uh, daily worth of food. God loved this so much that He made her offering higher than the offerings of those that gave abundantly from their from their wealth. God isn't against of us giving from our abundance and He will bless these people, but those people who sacrifice, they, these are the future millionaires and billionaires of the Kingdom of Heaven. They sacrifice, they cut off from themselves, not which is from their abundance. Therefore, I do not offer all to cut off from themselves. This depends on your heart, on your inner desire, from the feet, from your sanctification, dedication. As a church, when we gather, before God is revealed to us in His Word, it is necessary for us to honor Him. Scripture says, Do not come before my countenance with empty hands, but bring that with which God has blessed you with. And then God says, I will pour out my heavens. This is referring to my 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 barn, my my dwelling, heavenly bread. He said, and then I will care for your material lack. Therefore, let us stand and serve God with our tithes and offerings. This is our part of service without which our worship would not look like worship. And we will sing together the song, We Must Not Pay Anything to Our Father. God has gifted His love to us freely. Tithes is not a payment which we pay God. It is that which is found in our belonging, our property, but belongs to God. Therefore, we don't pay tithes. 
we give them to God. We give to God that which is hallowed unto Him. And in doing so, we testify, Lord, I am hallowed unto you. And therefore, let us sing the song, We Ought Not to Pay the Father for Anything.
And so I will gladly remind you that each time when Israel had honored God with tithes and offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or in the temple of Solomon, they were called to, according to the words which Moses had received as a revelation from the Lord, to raise their hands over their offerings and to proclaim this wonderful proclamation, this revelation that they were faithful to for thousands of years. We, being that same Israel, tied to that same root, drinking from the juice of the same tree, will do the same thing. Please raise your right hand, a symbol of your righteous act, over your offerings before God, and pray along with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated the tithes from my home and brought them into your home, that your home may have food. I did not give impurely, I did not give in sorrow, and I did not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to express my love and to acknowledge your authority. And so, according to your word, I ask you, right now, may your heavenly windows be opened and may your blessings come down abundantly upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you. You may be seated.